nerd alert, nerd alert, this episode is filled with Star Wars. Of which we have no rights to. Uh, we are not affiliated with Lucasfilm, uh, George Lucas, Walt Disney, uh, the Walt Disney Corporation, any of it, none of it. We, we don't own any of it. Don't sue us. We love you. Okay. Thanks, bye. On with the show. What's in the queue? 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 Yeah, that's what we have our Best Buy uh, card is for when things go. That's that. What? That's exactly what my Lowe's card is yeah. for. Um, speaking of Best Buy and oh. sneaky targeted advertisements. Uh, was speaking to a coworker today about all my appliance woes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, guess what ads started popping up this afternoon? Hmm. hmm. Weird, right? Hey, Emily, I see you scrolling through Twitter. Do you do you want to look at these appliances? That's so Why? What? Yeah, it really scares me. I hadn't even started doing Google searches for it yet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. Mm-mm. Stop it. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, I know we throw around 1984 a lot, but, like, I'm pretty sure that's what 1984 is, right? <laughs> like, I'm kind of... Anywho. Uh, Kai tried to kill me with food tonight. Mm. Judging by a story I saw on the news, that could have gone way different. Go ahead. Well, now I want to hear that story. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you. Uh... I- he made a delicious, delicious dinner of stir fry. Mm. Super good. Well, your man can cook. Yeah. Like, we all know this. But it was so spicy. Oh. Yeah. So. Do you want some papaya enzyme extract before we really get started? <laughs> I took an antacid. Good. Like, I had to lay down. Okay. I had to eat a cupcake <laughs> to, to try and neutralize. Well, and you put one of my world famous yeah. uh, chocolate chip cookies and it on there. It was really good. So good. Okay, hopefully that helps out too. I love cookies. Mm. Um, yeah, but so he's like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry," and I was like, "Trying to kill me." As I, I eat still, another I mean, bite, I still ate it all. <laughs> I was gonna say, did you have this conversation while shoveling the stir fry in your face? Well, he like took a bite of it first, and he was like, "Ooh, that's a that's a little spicy," and. So I'm, like, worried as soon as he says it. Because he puts, like, sriracha and... You, and you don't do spice. No. Like, yeah. mild salsa. I've had mild salsa that I was like, this is hot. <laughs> <laughs> I am very Caucasian. You're tender. Okay, yeah. you're tender. See, I'm burning all the tender out of me. The more yeah. The more spice I can try, the better. No. And then the girls, they, you know, they were like, take a bite, drink water, take a bite, drink water. (laughs) And it's like, I'm sorry, guys. I'm like, it's really good. It's so good, though. It's just, mm." I started like coughing, like my sinuses were draining. Oh, you should have brought me some leftovers. I could have used that. It's like, you'd probably be like, this isn't spicy at all. I'm like, hold on. Because I did put sriracha on his. Sure. Okay, well, now, sriracha messes with me differently differently than goju chang. Goju chang, I can do all day long. I don't even know what that is. It's the same kind. It's a sweet chili. It's Uh, a sweet, hot chili sauce. Yeah. This one is Korean versus sriracha, I think, is Thai. I don't know. know. Whatever. Um, It's just 
sweet hot mm-hmm. chili sauce from another area of the world. Got it. So, but I don't know. It's just it just settles differently on me. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So and now my... that you guys know about our GI tracks, hi. Yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> my stomach is burning. <laughs> Anywho, well, this is what's in the queue with Krishana and Emily. We're in a closet. Yep. Uh, I I did have to take a rowboat over here. Um, yeah. Because we did flash flood. Uh, yes. I took Gary for a walk earlier, and there's this there's this great little walking path that goes between some of the neighborhoods. Yeah. And there's a creek down yeah. by there with some retention ponds. No, it's a raging torrent torrent of a river. Yeah. Like it's it's got a current. Yeah. yeah. Well, I watched a video from a neighborhood. Like just yonder, four neighborhoods down. Yeah, yeah, you know that neighborhood. And a car was coming through, and the water was so heavy it tore the underbody, like you know the plastic what? molding. It tore it off. What? And you could hear it in the video. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, and we were out and about. Yay! That's fine. It's, That's fine. It's great. That's fine. So I had to rejuice my hair for you. You quaffed nicely. Because I mean, <laughs> were you was, flat? No, I was a curly weird. Things were, things but were weird. I love your curly weirdness. This is almost to the point of curling. Yeah, nobody can see that. But uh, Krishana pointed to the uh, not quite the occipital lobe, the lower, the uh, 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 more medial temporal lobe, the section of hair that I had shaved. That. Think, <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Um. I am not gonna really play any sort of role in this week's episode. I don't what? even know why I bothered taking notes. What? Because I know somebody in this closet that is going to just take over this whole episode. And it's okay. I want you to feel safe in this space. <laughs> it is okay. You can gush and I was oh, gonna I'm, say I'm, gash, I'm, but I'm that's the gush. wrong word. I will. There will be. Oh, there will be gushing. And I'll just, I'll just uh, Ben Kissel it. That's kind of fun. Um, <laughs> you know, that's kind of how I envisioned this episode going. Really? Yeah. Okay. So this week we are talking about the documentary "I Am Your Father," uh, written and directed by uh, Tony Bastard and Marcos Cabota. Mm-hmm. Um. It tells the story, this film tells the hard luck story of David Prowse, the obscure English actor who played the masked Darth Vader in the original Star Wars trilogy. (laughs) Sorry, the gushing has already started. So, uh, but real quick, I'm going to get to finish this whole can of wine. (laughs) Um, I, I almost did not bring this documentary to the table because... It's Star Wars, and you know how I get with the Star Wars. Okay, I, I want to live in a Star Wars. Here's this: the, we're sitting next to my Darth Vader. You should come on. Cart, it's too hot. And then my my Ahsoka cape is back there, and my Padme uh, sweater is back there, and my tattoo is right here. Um, Look at this tattoo. And your shirt. Oh yeah, you're the Wookiee. Che- I have here. I have Chewbacca and Porgs on my shirt. Like, I want to live in the Star Wars. Okay, I want to live the Star Wars. Do it. Um. But but I almost didn't bring it to you because I didn't want to I didn't want to put that on you, but I forgot that you are my you are my my friend that lets me gush about Star Wars like like I have I have my my core internet friend group that we we gush about the Star mm-hmm. Wars we talk about the Star Wars we all want to live in the Star Wars together mm-hmm. but like 
Like, you're my one female friend that's like, no, I'm into Star Wars too, and I really support that you like this thing. I, I support you one million percent. And I feel it. I feel the support. Um, so Gone Girl. <laughs> Are you really? <laughs> I, I am seriously Ben Kissling this whole episode. Okay, all right. Well, let me hold on. I gotta put my Marcus Parks hat on. Um, so I didn't know this story. And I love that you didn't know! This is a fucking bonker story. Okay, so what none of and I mean I'm I mean people knew, but I'm sure people knew this. I didn't know this. But David Prowse, the actor that played Darth Vader, like I knew I knew that he was the guy that played Darth Vader. I did not put it together that at the end of Return of the Jedi, when Luke takes off Vader's mask, the crusty old white dude that's underneath there, that's a different guy. Yeah. That's not, that is not David Prowse. That's a guy named Sebastian Shaw. Can I say something? Uh, please. Uh, I remember being young, watching Star Wars, and watching that scene and going, why does that guy not feel like this guy I've watched this whole time? Really? As a child. Now, and I came to it, it I came to Star Wars in my 20s. I didn't watch Star Wars till I was in my 20s. And I never put it together. Yeah, I was like, is that, that's Darth Vader? But, okay, and also, I think a lot of that has to do with the original movies that I saw, the original trilogies, yeah. the first time I actually saw everything all the way through, yeah. I saw the um, enhanced editions, mm-hmm. the special editions, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Uh, Hayden Christensen thrown in at the very end anyway, so right. like, I just, it, it just, I never had the opportunity really, mm. I think, I think that maybe that's my excuse, maybe I'm just dumb, I don't know, but well, you were just probably just way more caught up, you were like, ah, I was. this is going to be my life now, I this was. is all I'm going to think about. Oh, yeah, no, and we can get, we, can we do a quick side story on, get on, it. on my, how I got into the Star Wars? Yes. Okay, so it was 2005. Um, Wait, was it January 5th, 2005 at 2.15 p.m.? No, it was in the summer okay. because all the movies had come out. I got my hands, this is super illegal and I'm very sorry, I got my hands on a bootleg box mm-hmm. set over in Iraq. I watched all six nice. movies. Uh, over on, on that depl- on my first deployment, and I was lucky enough to be stationed with a guy, uh, Corporal Glenn Rice, R.I.P. Good dude. He was a Star Wars fan. Like when you think stereo, when you think stereotypical yeah. guy who was in the theaters for three months straight yeah. in '77 when the original Star Wars came out, the guy who read every single book, the guy who saw all the movies all the time. Yeah, he was that guy. Okay, I had guard duty with him for a week straight. We had the midnight to 8 a.m. shift. Oh. Uh, so, middle of the desert. Yeah. Middle of the night. And he found out that I was watching the movies. And I'm like, well, I have questions. And he's like, ask me your questions. Tell me your questions, please. I will pass on my knowledge. And he did. I mean, he taught me how lightsabers are made. He taught me why the, the Sith changed their name. He taught me about Darth Bane and the Rule of Two. He taught me about Mara Jade. He taught me about Luke and Leia's twins. He taught me about, you know, Ben and Mara, uh, Luke and Mara's son, Ben. Like, he taught me everything that was in the extended universe. So now... None of that did, is relevant. You did become him. I kind of, yeah. Hmm. Kind of. Interesting. Would you, I mean, I'd probably say, like, the apprentice has become the master. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, he is the reason 
that I got into Star Wars, that awesome. I continued into Star well, Wars. Well, I like that story. And for the record, if you're over in Iraq and you're doing <laughs> the crap that you were doing, bootleg away, my friend. <laughs> I, I have Who cares? I have subsequently purchased many copies and, and whatnot. Like, I'm <laughs> Right. I mean, you practically hold stock in the company. Yeah. Actually, I do own stock in Disney, so... Okay. Yeah, so they're here. Mm, all right. <laughs> no, let's get into David Krause. <laughs> now we can talk about... 11 minutes in, and now we can finally talk about this documentary. I am sorry. I will not stop gushing. Um, so, um, the whole reason this documentary came about is because the director, uh, uh, the director, and I'd say our host for the documentary, yeah. Marcos, um, he... He remembers watching A New Hope as a kid on TV in Spain with his dad, uh, he 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 grew up loving Star Wars like that's yeah. that's his fandom, and he met David Prowse in 2004, and he's kind of stayed in contact with him ever since. Um, he got into filmmaking because he loved he loved movies and he loved Star Wars, and 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 like his whole his whole career has kind of I feel like kind of been leading him to this documentary, mm-hmm. um, and he wanted to tell the story of David Prowse and, and give his goal with this documentary is to give David Prowse a chance to reshoot that scene. Yeah. That scene. The scene that he was pushed out of. Oh, not even pushed out, like not even told about security set up all around the door. Oh my God. We're okay. So where do we, where do we even start? Do we want to start? We kind of already like, do you want to go through David? Okay. So let's go through David. So, David was uh, kind of like middle class, English background. Um, uh, his uh, dad died when he was kind of young, got into bodybuilding. He was, I say he was only six foot seven, um, but that's because my dad was six foot eight. So anybody who's under six foot eight is short to me. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> um, so he was only six foot seven, but he was a really big dude. Um, bodybuilder. Uh, Became an actor in horror films. Yeah. Uh, a guy just kind of spotted him at his personal trainer gig at the gym at Harrods, which I didn't know you had a gym right. in a department store. Like, all right, How good job. How crazy is that? It's multitasking. Yeah. Um, and he played Frankenstein's monster twice. Mm-hmm. And you'll notice I said Frankenstein's monster. Not fucking Frankenstein. Frankenstein is the nerdy doctor. Nobody wants Dr. Frankenstein. Everybody wants the monster. Okay? Get it right. All right. Okay. <laughs> you are Ben That's kind of fun. <laughs> you are Ben Kisseling this. Yes. Um so I mean and he had he he had a pretty decent acting career. Like I said, he played Frankenstein's Monster twice. Uh he did some episodes of Benny Hill. He was in a Tonka commercial. He did Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange. I've never seen that movie. Okay. There's, there's a lot of okay. classics I haven't so seen. So we have we have things to watch together. Uh yeah. We need to be locked into this closet. You and need. Watch things. We need to get on the same work shift schedule. Anyway. Anyway, um, and I mean, eventually he was ta- He got the job of training Superman. Right. He, he trained Christopher Reeve. He bulked Christ- Christopher Reeve up, which I can't picture Christopher Reeve as like he says he was a string bean. I just can't see that in my head. Like I don't. What no. is what is what is a string bean version of Christopher Reeve? Him with no muscles. I was going to say you, but you have muscles. I have muscles now. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I made the comment to my husband, like, man, 
Christopher Reeve's good-looking dude. And I was like, but is he more good-looking because he was Superman? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. Hi. Phone. Ooh, you had one that. of those earlier before you walked in. Yes. Okay. Saw it. All right. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, eventually, he got to... Uh, he got approached, basically, by George Lucas. George mm-hmm. Lucas was had his people out looking for... Just a big, tall dude. Yeah. Um, well, and they shot. They were shooting the movie on the same lot that he was doing all these horror movies. And through. like all the all like they yeah. had all the like, cast pictures all along the wall, and so they were just kind of. It's they made it seem like they were just walking down the studio hallway. I'm like, there's a big dude. That's a big dude. Hey, hey that's the same big dude. Hey, tall dude. Hey, let's go find that tall dude. Mirror. <laughs> yeah, and he was basically like, uh, so I got two roles that require big dudes. One. It's this uh, furry creature named Chewbacca. Chewbacca. He's, uh, you know, he's on the side of the goodies. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. Uh, or there's the bad dude, and he's like, no, I'll Say take no that more. one. <laughs> Say no more, George. And I love it. <laughs> like, honestly, though, he would have been perfect either one. Oh, sure. But. Well, and uh, we're going to have to get into... And we could include Peter Mayhew in this as well, the guy mm-hmm. that played Chewbacca. Like, the amount of acting that you have to do physically, yes, when you are when you are completely covered up in something, yeah, to still make an audience feel something, right? Like, that takes so much talent. Oh yeah. Well, they were even talking about that, like with Lord of the Rings and uh, what's the... Andy Circus. Yeah, uh, the the amount that he did, and you don't ever actually even see his body but everything is mimicked from him yeah and how he super portrayed all of that through a computer generated creature well and we wouldn't even have any circus if we didn't have ahmed best who played jar jar binks who was the first Thank digitally you. created uh speaking character like stop I'm, don't give me the i know i'm gushing i'm sorry again that's kind of fun <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. Anyway, so, so yeah, so he, you know, he is set to become Darth Vader, and they literally create Darth Vader from his body. They did a cast oh, of yeah. his body. Um, I didn't get the name of. The, I didn't write him the name. guy. Well, I there's a couple producers that I the, I wrote down Robert Watts's name. I wrote down Gary Kurtz's name. Mm-hmm. They were producers uh, on the film. Basically, the props department and the and the costuming department, they just. Covered David Prowse in, uh, you know, latex, made molds of his entire body, mm-hmm. and would just built the costume to that. Yeah. Like, he is Darth Vader. R- literally. Darth Vader is him. Yes. Um, Carry on. I'm done talking. No, no, no. You're fine. Uh, so, I mean, you know, the first movie comes out. It's supposed to be a one-shot because, I mean, who the hell is going to watch some Flash Gordon-inspired sci-fi movie with laser swords and, like, you know, guys in masks and weird furry aliens? Like, who's going to watch that, right? Right. Apparently fucking everybody. Yeah. A um, lot. They, they, you know, they talk about how Star Wars changed how movies are released in the year, how summer became the blockbuster time, mm-hmm. how, you know, the just... It has changed the composition of how movies are made ever since then. It's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just, well, another quick sidebar, sorry. It's just really exciting because they put out the trailer today for Resistance, the new animated series that's coming out on Disney next year. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, 
so yeah so you know they film the original comes out huge success immediately start working on the second one also an even bigger success because i mean let's be real empire strikes back is i mean last jedi's up there for me but empire strikes back i think is probably still my favorite star wars film i can't totally rank them because there's something good in all of them yeah um and i I'm, I'm i have become a prequel defender don't i'll, I'll fight you about the prequels not you personally but you oh, on the internet all right all right <laughs> um so yeah like it's just it's just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and Empire Strikes Back is where the big secret of who Darth Vader actually is gets revealed. Now, the problem is, uh, before Empire Strikes Back is even written, like before Lee Brackett even writes the first draft of Empire Strikes Back, David had given an, an, an interview and, and when asked what he would like to see with the future of the franchise, he was like, well, it'd be kind of cool if like, Darth Vader was Luke's father. Like, how crazy would that drama be? Like, you know, father has to kill son, son has to kill father. And he just, like, just blurps that out there. Yeah. And then it happens? Yeah. Weird, right? Interesting. This documentary proposes that David Prowse, Darth Vader, actor who played Darth Vader, actually came up with the idea that Vader is Luke's father. Yeah. Said accidentally thought of the greatest plot twist in movie history. It well, I, I feel like the documentary is saying that Lucas took that idea from the interview. I feel like this documentary insinuates that mm-hmm. heavily. Mm-hmm. But I know Gary Kurtz and Robert, what's his name? Um, yeah. The two producers. Uh, Robert Watts. Kurtz and Watts were like, yeah, that's a crazy coincidence. Right? <laughs> That's they're weird. like, well, you know, well, I mean, we're like, sure George probably George. I'm, I'm assuming George. I mean, it's George. Like, it's definitely George. But, like, isn't that weird? It's, like, weird, right? It's, like, totally weird. Right. <sighs> like, I wondered, like, I was thinking of you while I was watching this, and I'm like, I wonder, like, the torment that may be going on internally with you of, you know, like, because I know you want to defend... David Prowse and Darth Vader and, and the wrongs that are done to him in this. But at the same time, you're like, but <laughs> it's George Lucas and it's Lucas films. And it's the whole reason of it. Like, was there the inner tor- turmoil happening within you? Uh, no. Okay. Because inspiration can come in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Well, and, I, don't I mean, no, just well, and, because and maybe not. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I person. Okay, me personal opinion. Yeah, that's not grammatically correct, but we're gonna roll with or it. Whatever. Um, my personal opinion is that it George Lucas could have seen this interview, mm-hmm. and it could have just been knocking around in his brain. Of course. And then two years later, when Lee Brackett's working on the scripts, yeah, like, yeah, maybe it comes out. Yeah. But let's not forget, when they filmed Empire Strikes Back, Mm -hmm. the original dialogue that David Prowse was saying, because David Prowse had to do all the dialogue so that that Mark and and everybody could do their lines. Yeah. He he gave the line, Obi-Wan killed your your father. Yeah. And then, no! no! Uh, Thank you. That's very good. (laughs) And so David says he didn't even know... That they put in the line, I am your father, until he saw the movie. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like he, he didn't even remember this interview that he did. Right. So, like... And and so what? Because it's a freaking good plot twist. It is a good plot twist. Like, would it, it have been sense. as good? No, it wouldn't no. have. No. 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 I'm getting hot. It is very hot in this closet. I'm very verklempt over all this. Um, so, let's see. Let's go... Okay, let's go on to Return of the Jedi... And then we'll talk about director Marcos and, and all his stuff. Okay, so Return of the Jedi happens. Um, apparently, Richard Marquand, the guy that directed Return of the Jedi, fucking hated David Prowse. And right. I have no clue why. Right. I have no clue why. I don't understand it. I don't know. I don't... I, I feel... Okay, again, me, yeah. personal feelings. And yeah. I'm rambling. And I'm sorry. No. Me, personal feelings. I think... Marquand had producers in his head like, oh, well, sometimes uh, Prowse talks to, the, talks to the news a little too much. He said this once. He, he said this once. Well, and I think also he probably knew all along that there was going to be a different person being Darth Vader. Oh, interesting. So, distance myself from him. Maybe because he was like, huh. I don't even. I'm not I can't even, even. You're basically a body double until I put this over exactly. <gasps> that's what I. I mean, that's Whoa. what I saw. That's because. Deep. Yeah, I mean, like, why? Why, why not? Yeah, they, like Mark One basically treated Prouse like a stuntman, like a body double, mm-hmm. uh, and even at that, the stunt guys for David Prouse were doing more scenes in Return of the Jedi than David Prouse is doing. Yeah. Like, they fucked him over big time. Big time. And then on the on the day on the day that they were shooting the big reveal, they didn't even tell him mm-hmm. that that scene was being shot. He had to find out from a crew member, saying, "Hey, you know they got some other guy with the mask off shooting over there." He found out from the Daily Mail. Mm. So some outside reporter was like, "Hey." uh... So, what's up with this? Yeah. What do you feel? How do you feel about that? And he was like, hmm? Hmm? Well, if that, I mean, if, if, if I, if my character's being killed off and it's not even me and then. What's the point? Don't you think somebody would tell me that? Yeah. So he started and he was like, holy crap, they are. Those mother fishers. Yeah. God. So basically, um, after. After the big reveal scene was shot, without David Prowse, with, with actor uh, Sebastian Shaw, I think, mm-hmm. is who, yeah, um, uh, David does an interview with the Daily Mail. In the interview, it said by someone mm-hmm. that David Prowse knew that Vader was going to die at the end of Return of the Jedi. Right now, Daily Mail guy was like, "No, that's." Literally not. No, I talked. I just talked to a guy over there. It wasn't. It wasn't mm-hmm. David Prowse. Now, because of this interview, George Lucas has not had contact with David Prowse. None of the producers, none of the directors, nobody from Lucasfilm has called David Prowse in he, forty fucking years. He is shunned. Literally shunned from Lucasfilm. And that's a warm light. And when you're cut off of that warm light, right? Like it's cold in that shadow. Real cold, and I am I am amazed that David Prowse is as seems as nice yeah. as he is. Like, and everyone they interview in like 
I'm gonna call them civilians, but like regular Star Wars fans who go to who go to the smaller conventions because David Prowse is not at at uh, Star Wars Celebration. No, he is not invited at all. At all, the smaller conventions will bring him. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the fans that get to meet him just say he's like he's the sweetest guy. He stays and talks to everyone, makes sure everybody who wants an autograph gets an autograph. Yeah. Like he just he seems like he's such a sweetheart. Yeah, and to have Lucasfilm treat him like shit like this, which. We're going to have to put a disclaimer. We don't own anything about Star Wars. We don't have the rights to show Star Wars. We, we're not affiliated with Lucasfilm. Like, I feel like we need to put that standard disclaimer in. War Stars. Yeah. That We're talking about War Stars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is all about War Stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Vader Darth. Yes. Um, yes. No affiliation. No. Yeah. None. Please don't sue us. Oh, God. George so, Lucas. I mean, Lucas George. Now, the reason... Like we okay, so we said that Marcos, the host of the documentary, the the reason he pulls David Prowse in personally, besides just telling his story, is he wants to reshoot the famous scene mm-hmm. that Prowse never got to shoot, and he does it. Yes, it's super okay. He does try to play by the rules. He calls up Lucasfilm. He's like, "Hey, I'm making a documentary about David Prowse. We're we're doing a reshoot." of the scene that he was that he wasn't able to do um do we have your permission to show this and lucasfilm was like no 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 not at all i don't think they have their permission to shoot it i don't think they did either but they did they did i want to see it Real bad. I want to see it so, so bad. like we, uh, we get this whole build up, and we can see them starting to put the makeup on I him, cried. get him in the suit, I cried. Um, get the you know got the stage set, put the helmet. On. I cried, and then it goes blurry because legally they can't show those images. Like the fact that there, there's a there's uh, some interstitial. Scenes and stuff where it's like animated silhouettes of the characters. And like, that's I love about that artwork too. That is about as much as you can show of a Star Wars figure without getting a lawsuit. Isn't that crazy? L- listen, they got their shit on lock. It's like worse than the NFL going after like little kids' sports teams. Well, you can't be, you can't call yourself the Bears. That's <gasps> really? copyrighted. What? Freaking. <sighs> Anyhow. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, Marcos. Okay, it's just hey, baby. us. It's just, it's, just... it's just the three of us. Hey, how you doing? Um, hey, you did can, really good work. Can you send us? Wait, let me get closer so nobody else hears. Can you send us a copy? We will not show anybody. Pinky promise. Please, 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 please. We won't tell anybody. No one can hear this conversation. Nope. It's just us. Yep. All right, thanks. Okay, okay. But yeah, okay. You Are you ready for my controversial statement? Get it. David Prowse yeah. looks more like Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, and Hayden Christensen than Sebastian Shaw ever did. I would like to uh, agree with you, and I'd also like to throw in a Kylo Ren. Ears, nose, yes. hello, right? hello! I was right? like, yes. if they would have had him in, it would have made All more sense. sense! Yes! Yes! Thank you. And I like the fun part when Marcos brought up <laughs> when Marcos brought up that um David Prowse sounds like James Earl oh, Jones yes. now and like then David Prowse does like a little voice. Yes. And I was like oh, He does. Oh my god. 
He was, and he because he was he was a young dude yeah. back then, you know. And I like that, you know. They were, you know, they acknowledged James Earl Jones, and and he, and James Earl Jones said, "I am not Darth Vader." He's like, "I am, a, sp- I am a special effects." Yeah. Which and, uh, how cool is that? That was so cool of him to. What's the other that? guy's name? Um. My fun little fact. Hmm. Ben Burt. He did oh the God, breathing. I, I didn't. I like it. Like I didn't really think. If you ever get a chance to listen to Ben Burt talk about anything Star Wars, he okay. has worked on every single Star Wars film. Fun. The sounds. Yeah. All of the sounds. Him. I think that would be a really fun job. He was tasked at least 18 months before A New Hope started filming yeah. to go out and get weird-ass sounds for George Lucas. Cool. And he was just traveling around the world recording How weird shit. would that be? He's so cool! Ben but, Bird is so cool! Like, I guess I never really, like, you know, obviously that's one of the, like, you hear that sound, that breathing <sighs> sound, oh, yeah. and you know already. <sighs> yeah. Like, you only have to hear, oh my god, and you know. Rogue One, yeah. that scene at the end of Rogue One, yeah. where the, the hallway goes dark. Yes. And <sighs> Thank you. And yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I got chills. Um, but I just, I just like that little tad bit, that, that little throw in there. That was cutesy. I liked that. I loved him. Okay. Other controversial statement. Okay. When... Marcos first suggested reshooting the scene mm-hmm. with David Prowse. All I could think about with those was those dumb fucks that want to reshoot The Last Jedi because it ruined Star Wars. What? Oh my is god! That even freaking. Oh my, but I know that's not. That was not Marcos. It's not in intent. my universe. Oh my god! Like I know that that it's not the intention mm-hmm. that Mar- Mar- Marcos is is literally just trying to give David Prowse a shot. To finish what he started. Right. Like, his whole point was, like, he's 80. Right. If we don't do it now, it's never going to happen. And it was, like, I think for Dave and and for Marcos, you know, but it was for him. Yeah. But for just a half second, I'm like, you want to remake what now? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Don't be that guy. Yeah. Just that little scene. It's all the difference in the world. Oh and it gosh, probably it. was all the difference in the world to him. I want to see it. Probably, like, I want it, like, spliced. <laughs> like, can we just oh, put I'm... that and put Listen, that in our own movie? There are some delightful fan edits that took the last six minutes of Rogue One and the first ten minutes of A New Hope. And they're seamless together. Oh, nice. Because the movie literally ends where yeah. A New Hope picks yeah. up. And like, the fans can do a lot of stuff. Hey, hey fans. Also, Marcos, remember our message from earlier? Yeah. Okay, so. Yeah, do it. Well, this has been kind of fun. Oh, my God. Please, okay, I am your father. Please watch it. Yeah. Please, 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 please watch it. And then come talk Star Wars with me on the internet. Yeah. <sighs> Are you feel better now that you got this? I feel like I splooged all over the place. You did. <laughs> you did. Oh, Real quick about yeah. the end of the documentary. Yeah. They had the sweetest dedication to all, a ton of actors who did mask work and who just were completely, completely covered for yeah. their roles and yet still managed to bring the characters to life. They talked about Charles Ogle, Ben Chapman, Boris Karloff, Balaji Badeo, I don't know who that guy is, Max Schreck, Javier Botet, Lon Chaney, Doug Bradley, Paul, uh, was it Nache? 
uh, Robert England and David Prowse. For a hot second, I was pissed that they didn't put Ahmed Best or Andy Serkis on there. And then I realized, nope, those are digital guys. Similar concept, different different avenue. Different, but the same. I'm like, okay, all right, I'm not mad. I was going to get mad, but I'm not mad. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many things in the movie world that I would love to do. Like, I mean, acting is one of them, obviously. I'm an awful actor. Please don't ever let me act. I... I can't say that I'm a good actor or not. Yeah. But oh no, I, like I think it would be fun. I I stepped in for a girl in high school who caught a flu that she had to go to Chicago to take care of one weekend. Oh. Um. So like I I stepped into a production of uh um um uh well, God what Shakespeare was it um Midsummer oh Midsummer Night a Midsummer Night's Dream. I stepped into her role. I learned all the lines for the character of Helena in like three days. I am an awful actor. Good at memorization, awful acting. Wow. Yeah. Um, I want to do special effects. <sighs> like, I would love to, like, make masks and do makeup and all that fun stuff. Like, I like I will be somebody's assistant. Yeah. Like, there are so many things in the entertainment business that I would enjoy. I wonder if the local community college has maybe a course you could take. There's YouTube tutorials. Just do that. I, no. No. Okay. I want to, like, either I'm doing what I'm doing or I'm doing that. I don't want to that and practice that. No, that's too much. I got a little lost on all the that's that you're going to do. Good. <laughs> Good. Keep them guessing. Anyways. I love Star Wars. <laughs> Did you notice? You do? Did any of that make sense? I feel like I, I just so. rambled a lot. How long was it? We've not been talking very long, but I, I just, I hope I didn't scare anyone away. I really like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> As she's rocking in her stool. <laughs> it's okay, Emily. You got it all out. I called Kylo Ren daddy before I left Disney World. All right. All right, we got to go. Well, um, that's, that's, that's interesting. Have you seen a documentary that you love that made you giggle and gush and just want to talk about it? Hmm? You should tell us about it. We want to know. Yeah. Tell me. Um, send us an email. What's in the queue at gmail.com. Yep. You can um, go on the socials. Yeah. I'm, I'm about ready to I, not I, do the Facebook it's about, anymore. It's about time to just stop it all. But well, then we could keep the, we'll keep the, the, podcast page we'll keep the ones that you're doing yeah okay great (laughs) (laughs) if you want us to keep the socials going let us know yeah on the socials get active in your community of podcast yeah and stuff okay all right all right bye all right i love you bye bye star wars star wars